Hello, and welcome to the Mind Fitness Mentor Podcast. I'm your host, Ursh, and my role as your mentor is to help fuel, feed, and grow your brain to enable you to live your best life. That's right, I want to help you create your life by design. As the owner of New Zealand's longest running women's gym and health and wellness coach for over 22 years, I've had the privilege of helping thousands of women transform their bodies. And what I've learned is the key to all success starts with transforming your thinking. My mission for this podcast is to enlighten and brighten your day. Hello, hello, hello. Have we got an amazing episode for you today? And the reason I'm sharing this episode is because I have been experiencing this for the last, oh, I don't know, maybe five, okay, it's probably been 10 days. So I'm going to share with you one of the strategies that I've been using to stop this behavior. So I have a question for you. Are you the type of person that hits the two o'clock phase and you crave something sweet, like you crave a pastry, or you crave a V drink, or a sugar drink, or you need that extra boost of coffee. You need something to pick you up. Maybe it's chocolate, maybe you go past a canteen or a vending machine, and you just think, I've got to have that now. And if you are one of those people that think every day, I have that hour or that moment in my day where I just have to eat that right now, then this is the podcast for you. Because we're going to explain why maybe you don't feel that you have any willpower and how you can stop that sugar craving. So here we go. Let's begin. Okay, so let's start. What does having a sugar craving actually mean? Well, Many sugar cravings actually stem from a blood sugar imbalance. So when your body ingests sugar, or when it breaks, it eats carbs, it breaks it down into sugar. And your sugar, your blood sugar spikes and your body releases insulin to lower it to a safer level. Because most people don't know this, but we can only have six teaspoons of sugar floating around our bloodstream at any given time. So if the insulin brings your blood sugar levels Um, a bit too low, as often happens, your body craves foods that will raise it so that it increases our energy. So all carbohydrates are broken down into sugar. Um, Protein isn't, so eating meat Mm. doesn't break into sugar, and fat isn't broken down into sugar. But everything else is, so all of your fruit, all of your vegetables, all of your grains and cereals, nuts... Breads, Breads, all of those. Tomato sauce. (laughs) Even dairy has got sugars in it as well. So all of those foods are broken down. So every time you eat anything that's not meat or actual pure fat, your body is going to have to release insulin into the bloodstream to level off that amount of sugar. And just a quick fact that I just thought about when we were talking about this, because we have run lots of seminars when it comes to sugar and um, insulin and how to reduce sugar cravings, etc. One of the things which shocks a lot of people is milk. Like the lower the fat in milk, the higher the sugar. Now, isn't that an interesting fact? So low, the green top here in New Zealand actually has the highest amount of sugar in it. Yeah, so the minute you take, because basically you take fat out and you have to put something back in it to make it taste like something. 
So they end up putting sugar in to balance out the fact they took all the good yummy fat flavor out. So when you're having those lattes, like I used to many years ago, like quite a few of them a day, there's like two teaspoons of sugar just in the milk without adding the sugar on top. That was just a side note and an interesting fact in case you didn't know about it. So if you're experiencing a sugar craving, right, you're going to have a strong urge to eat something extremely sweet. And you can find it difficult to control yourself when it comes to having that urge. And this can lead to binge eating or over-consuming calories, which of course turns to fat, which means we're going to put on weight. We're not going to feel really good. In fact, we start to feel really weak. We feel insignificant. We feel like we just don't have control over what we are putting into our mouths. And this quite often makes us feel like we've let ourselves down. It's like we are constantly betraying ourselves because we say that we're going to do this and we don't have the willpower not to do it. So we end up getting mad at ourselves. Sometimes we get really frustrated and we get extremely critical. In fact, it's really common to feel furious at the end of the day. When you said that you weren't going to have that extra coffee or that extra cake or that pie or that donut or that slab of chocolate, we start to feel really mad and furious. So maybe you can relate. Maybe you felt disappointed with yourself. Maybe it makes you feel awful. Maybe you feel horrified by how many calories you've consumed. And if that's you, we're going to share with you one secret weapon that we've been giving our personal training clients for years and years and years that needs to be in every single woman's medicine cabinet, doesn't it? It needs to be in your handbag. It needs to be in your glove box. Definitely needs to be in your glove box. And it needs to be on that flight when you're leaving the country. Right, so what are the symptoms of sugar cravings? Well, some of the most common sugar addiction symptoms will include things like getting headaches, um, being lethargic or feeling tired, cravings, which we're talking about here. You can even go as bad as having muscle pains and nausea, bloating, or even insomnia, not being able to sleep. In most, um, in most cases, these symptoms intensify after 24 hours so if you don't actually do something about the craving things are only going to get worse for you it's not mm. something that just goes away sugar cravings actually affect everyone like people think you know you own a gym and you're a personal trainer and you know you don't put on an extra 20 or 50 kilos so you don't have a sugar craving problem and sam is you know currently teaching x amount of classes at the moment and you know she stays the same weight most of the time she goes up and down maybe five kilos at max you don't have a sugar craving problem don't i yeah <laughs> however <laughs> everybody well most people that you know sugar cravings impact everybody and quite often people don't understand why 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 it has an impact on them specifically so Basically, to some extent, we're hardwired to actually want sugar, and most people don't know this. Our bodies use glucose as a primary fuel source, and so our brains have evolved to actually like sweet foods. So like attracts like. The more sugar you give it, the more it wants. And one of the main reasons for that is our dopamine reward system. And the dopamine is actually the 
feel-good hormone and it's a feel-good chemical which is a mess has a messenger so that when we eat food it releases and reinforces our desire for sugar so this is why I don't know about you but you'll have like one M&M right I mean who has one M&M nowadays so you might have one then the dopamine reward that chemical releases a chemical in the brain and it says boom ash give me some more M&Ms because the sugar lights up exactly the same as heroin in the brain. So yes, she said heroin, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It does exactly the same. And we've seen brain scans where people have had heroin and people have had sugar, and it lights up the same parts of the brain. Your body is responding to the dopamine reward system. And most people have no clue about this. Like we had no we first learned about this, I think over 10 years ago mm. and we were in I think we were in we were on a cruise I yeah. think and we did the training all about this stuff and god that was a long time ago actually and when we saw the the actual brain scans about this I dropped my sugar drastically like I went from and I was eating equal tablets at the time which is like a sugar substitute tablet because I thought that was way better than having sugar. the normal sugar spike and what I didn't realize was that I was still playing with the dopamine reward system which means my brain as soon as I saw sugar as soon as it had the release of that endorphin it would light up like a firecracker and I would just want more so it was actually out of my control and it was an unconscious pattern that I had adapted and I had no awareness around it so once I had awareness around it I was able to create change around it so basically, the more sugar you consume, the more you're going to want it. We're actually designed to enjoy sweets. But why do we really crave sugar? So this craving of sugar can actually be due to a variety of reasons, including your diet, your current diet, your lifestyle, and environmental factors. So let's have a look at four reasons that you may be experiencing sugar cravings. So number one. Sugar cravings cause you didn't eat enough or you ate the wrong things. Now this might shock a lot of you. When you don't eat enough calories, your body starts looking for fast fuel as a way to catch up. So when you're actually starving yourself, you're actually going to crave more sugar because your energy plummets and you're looking for a way to increase it really quickly. And that also happens when you're at work and you need your brain, your brain needs glucose to function. So if you're not functioning or you've got a headache or you've got brain strain because you've been on the computer, you're going to look for more sugar. So what happens? You actually crave more sugar. Sugar gives you quick energy, even though it's not necessarily quality energy. So what do you need to do to stop this craving? You need to eat regularly. So you need to have your breakfast before you go to work. Um, you need to make sure you pack your lunch and you've got food with you at work so you're not you're not starving yourself through any part of the day and you've got to make sure that you're eating protein with your meals because protein is going to fill you up and keep you full for longer and will stop your body from trying to um, find fuel in other places and attack your muscle and use your muscle as, as energy because that's way easier than burning fat. But mm. if you've eaten enough and you've eaten enough protein, your body will actually have to go to your fat stores to use them for energy rather than forcing you to try and get more sugar. Okay, number two. So you actually picked up a bad habit. It's as simple as that. So some people actually just bite their nails. Some people 
manage to sleep through their alarm. Some people do any form of habit that may not be good. Some people just eat a chocolate bar at three o'clock or two o'clock or eight o'clock in the morning. Some people have two cups of coffee in the morning. Some people decide that they want a glass of wine late at night. So it can just simply be a bad habit. So when something becomes a habit, especially when it comes to food, you have to ask yourself, am I aware that I'm doing this? Do I really want to be doing this? And am I truly craving what I'm eating? So what you can do here is basically to break the habit is to supplement it with something else. So if you have that 3 p.m crazy craving for chocolate or a muffin or a chocolate bar or something from the vending machine or something from the shop around the corner. Instead, have something like a, a herbal tea or maybe a kombucha and you can actually just have that to drink instead so it gives you something sweet. And the other thing you could do is you could have some a snack there like maybe some celery and some carrots and some hummus potentially and you could dip the celery mm, into hummus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you could have um, celery with, uh, was it peanut butter and cream cheese? I know it sounds weird, but that's really satisfying. So it's about changing the habit from this sugar habit, which you've just got yourself into somehow. You might not even know how it all happened, to actually being intentional with what you have at that time of the afternoon. Another thing that I think is really good is to have like something like almonds because they've mm. got protein in them and a little bit of carbs. So they fill the gap and they fill you up. Mm. I like those ideas. Great. Okay, and then number three is you actually ate too much starch and not enough fat or protein. So fat's taken a pretty hard knock, and, and now it's getting less of a knock, right? So we've gone through the anti-sugar, we did the anti-fat, now we're going for the pro-fat and anti-sugar. Well, some people are and some people aren't. So when you eat a healthy, or when you eat a heavy starchy meal like a giant bowl of spaghetti you're pretty much setting yourself up for guaranteed uh, sugar craving like you're gonna crave chocolate after it and all that pasta with no fiber or protein and obviously depending on your source because sometimes it might be chicken carbonara so you yeah. might have it in there and maybe not enough fat either is like eating a massive bowl of sugar yeah, I just said that. It's like eating a massive bowl of sugar. Exactly the same with French fries. Exactly the same with uh, pizza. Yeah. Mm, damn it. And that will lead to your blood sugar spike and crash. And the bad news is, ladies, it's going to leave you wanting even more sugar. So the calories in that bowl of spaghetti are absorbed fast and don't keep you feeling full or satisfied. Like you'll have that full like bloated potential feeling, but straight after it, because you're feeling really gluggy and demotivated and heavy, you're going to crave more energy like chocolate or um, fizzy drinks or V drinks or the monster drinks or anything that's got a high amount of sugar in it so that you can boost your energy. And then how do we stop it? Or what you need to do here, if you're a real pasta lover, and there'll be a lot of you listening here that are not going to give up your pasta, and that's fine. But one thing you could do is reduce the amount of pasta in that meal. So look at your portion size from the pasta perspective. Cut it in half. Add some olive oil into it to add a bit of extra fat, which is a nice healthy fat for you to put in there. And then add a really decent portion of protein. Mm. So maybe take a half to a whole chicken breast, slice it up, 
and have that on half the amount of pasta. You don't need to eat. I mean, you know, we watch these Italian movie programs and, you know, cooking programs where they put like a half a kilogram of, of pasta in a bowl and then put two teaspoons or two tablespoons worth of protein on top. So you're really just getting a little taste of the meat and a little bit of sauce and eating a whole bowl of pasta. That's going to lead to massive sugar cravings. Well, it so, does in this country, right? Because, you know, like we have a lot more genetically modified foods and we have you know different things like the glyphosate that's been sprayed on all of their crops over there don't have an impact on our gut lining but again a whole other sugar, story it's still sugar it's still sugar isn't yeah. it and they don't eat as much sugar no mm. and then the other thing for those of you who are not as attached to the pasta as others is instead of having pasta you could actually make your things out of make pasta noodly looking things out of vegetables so you could take zoodles. Yes. You can also get the, I could call them konjac, but it could be cognac. I'm not sure how you mm. pronounce it, but K-O-N-J-A-C um, noodles. So they're from a root vegetable, which has zero carb in it. And you can actually make pasta dishes using that instead, which will completely get rid of the sugar low or high. And then the cravings completely disappear because you're not putting any of that sugar in your system in the first place. Yeah, and we went through a phase of zoogles and they were so good. We made mm. lots of pasta dishes with them rather than pasta. So a lot of women, just again on a side note, which is probably worthy of another um, podcast about this, is are gluten intolerant. So if you are consuming a lot of pasta, that's going to cause bloating. It's also going to cause a... Um, have a huge reduction in your energy and your output so you're going to crave even more sugar and most women that well most of our clients and we've trained thousands and thousands of clients over the last 20 years are not even aware that the food is having a massive impact on their energy therefore they're going to crave the sugar and once they know that they change their diet and they're having healthier fats with more protein and more vegetables they find that their sugar cravings just, just minimize or disappear regardless so it's just having that awareness of what is causing your body inflammation for you because we're all different so you know what we've found is like one in three women actually do have a gluten intolerance so that's it Again, another another podcast because we want to stay on sugar ish. I'm, I'm there. Tam's giving me that look, everybody. All right, and let's look at number four. You actually have just eaten very high salty food. Now, this is an, another really common thing that a lot of our clients don't know about. So when you eat out or when you eat highly processed foods, so lots of packet foods, right, your food has more sodium in it than you even realize and this usually remains true even when you're eating something healthy such as uh, I guess grilled salmon uh, sauteed or steamed spinach from your favorite healthy cafe or restaurant oftentimes the saltier the food the bigger the sweet craving and MSG is another one that comes up a lot. So we find that if we've had in the past um, Chinese, like we don't very rarely do we eat Chinese. And when we do, we are craving not only water because we're dehydrated because we've had a higher salt consumption from the MSG, the sodium's higher. We're also craving sugar and we're like, we don't understand. We couldn't work it out. And then when we did the homework on it um, years and years ago, we just actually started eliminating a lot of eating out for Chinese because we used to think, oh, it's Chinese. It's mixed vegetables. We're good. We, you know, let's get our vegetable intake up. No, 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 no. Sushi. 
was another one. Mm. Two teaspoons of sugar in sushi as well, but again, another. We don't want to get into that topic, do we? And I'm sure a lot of you would notice if you've been on a little bit of a um, junk food binge where you'll quite happily sit there and chow down on some salt and vinegar chips and then you'll have a couple of pieces of M&M's or chocolates (laughs) or ice cream or you go to the movies and you have salty popcorn and then you've got to have the ice cream with it and then you have some more salty popcorn and then you'll have some of those Skittles and then you have some more popcorn. So skipping forward and back from salt to sugar, salt back to sugar, salt back to sugar um, is extremely common. It's really common, ladies. So if you are one of those people, don't beat yourself up about it. But the good news is... The easy way to stop it is actually just to make your own food from scratch. Avoid eating those foods that have already been processed. And it's to be aware mm. that this is what's happened to you. And this, it, that it Absolutely. could happen. Because a lot of our clients, honestly, like they don't know this stuff. Like every single new training client that we have yep. actually we go through this basics and they're flawed they're yep. just like whoa what i had no idea that's right so now that you've created awareness around this you can create change around it and then when you do this basically you're more likely to actually skip having chips or fries which then means you're not going to have the donuts the cookies or the chocolate because you don't need the sweets to to balance mm. out the salt that you've had um, and when you eat more natural salty foods, such as cheese and olives, versus highly processed foods, mm. your sweet cravings will be way less. Because you're not eating that processed sodium that's been chucked in to make those processed foods taste good. Because that's what all it is. It's literally, salt is packed into processed food as a preservative and to make it taste better. So there you have it. Our four wonderful things that, well... Maybe you knew, maybe you've had a refresher today, or maybe you didn't know. So number one was that you're not eating enough, and perhaps you actually ate the wrong things. Number two is you actually just picked up a bad habit, and it's something that you weren't aware of, and it's something that you can just quite simply change, right? And number three is that you ate too much starch and not enough fat or protein. And then number four, the lucky number four is... You're just eating too much salt or too much high processed food or you're eating out a lot. Like a lot of people think when they're going to cafes and restaurants, I'm, I'm having really healthy choices. But are you? Like how do you know the oils that they cooked in? How do you know that they're not... How much salt they put into the food? Absolutely. Because if it tastes good, there's normally... Lots of salt. Mm, and maybe <laughs> yeah. lots of hidden sugars as well. Now, if you've been loyal and you've stayed right to the end of this podcast... We made a promise right at the beginning of this that we were going to share one of our secret weapons that we make sure all of our personal training clients, especially those that want more energy, those that want to lose weight, those that want to feel better, those that want to be able to train and have an abundance of energy, we were going to share with you what our supplement was. Chromium, chromium, chromium. You're like, what? Chromium? Yes, it's affordable. In fact, it's freaking dirt cheap it is one of the quickest ways to reduce especially sugar and carb calories and it helps feel like you can take control back of your diet which makes you feel more confident and you can show up better what does it do it helps reduce your hunger your craving and your binge eating that's right it helps balance your sugar levels It may also be really effective at improving the body's response to insulin, which we talked about before, 
and lowering blood sugar in those with diabetes. So remember, glucose goes into your body from sugar. So we've eaten the sugar because we're getting sugar cravings. And then our body releases insulin from the pancreas to balance out the amount of sugar in the bloodstream. And when our blood sugars are too high, we pump out lots of insulin to get rid of that high sugar because it's dangerous for our body to have lots of sugar in the bloodstream. And as mentioned, you can only have six teaspoons of sugar in your bloodstream at any one time. So the minute you go over six teaspoons, which as you can imagine doesn't take much, you then have to pump out a whole bunch of insulin. And the thing that's dangerous with insulin is one, it's a fat storing hormone. So every time you are producing insulin, you're actually making your body store fat. What? Like, ladies, 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 ladies. Seriously, we have run seminars and workshops on this extensively over the past 20 years, and most women have no clue about this. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's one of the big things that, and you hear it a lot about if you've done keto, for example, you would have heard a lot about sugar and insulin and fat storing hormone. But that's why the that's why the keto diet has been so popular because you're taking all the sugar out of the diet, so therefore you're not releasing lots of insulin into the bloodstream, which is making you store more fat. So what chromium does is it reduces the need for you to have the sugar, so you're not releasing the amount of insulin into your bloodstream, which means you're storing less fat and you're craving less sugar. I mean, it's absolutely a no-brainer. That if you are having sugar cravings, especially, I mean, I know that a lot of women get sugar cravings around your period. You're going to get major sugar cravings when you're tired. You're going to get sugar cravings when you're working really hard or your brain is overthinking because mm. your brain likes glucose as a form of energy. So sugar cravings when you're a mum because you're tired, running around, busy, and probably not eating very well because you're grabbing mm. all the processed, Absolutely. high salty food, you're missing meals. Um, you're just in a bad habit of grabbing something at the at the shop on the way to school with the kids because you wanted you didn't make lunches for them so you had to grab something for them and then you grab something for you or you go down to the supermarket and you always buy yourself a sweet treat because it's that's the one time that you do something for you this is where taking something like chromium and you only have to take it like two tablets a day oh, yeah. how do we do it that's yeah. it. that's exactly right so let's Talk around the how. So who do we give it to? Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> no shit. I'm not going to even bullshit about this. I take chromium. Like, I've gone back on chromium. Like, I... So one of the big things that happened with me, so I um, ended up, we were going on holiday, which was fantastic, and I got hit with the chest infection. So if you've listened to the last podcast, we've, we've shared a few stories about that. And then I got on a flight and went to Sydney. So I wasn't eating properly. Uh, I was lacking sleep, my energy was low, so my sugar and carb intake increased. So when I was feeling better, a little bit better, and I was on the go more, my appetite actually picked up. And this week, Sam actually went live on our Facebook page and just shared about chromium, and I was sitting in the office, and I just looked and I was like, grab the bottle of chromium. Now, I haven't used chromium for uh, months, right, and... Do I care that I'm going back to chromium? Do I care that I need to be on chromium? Absolutely not. Why? Because I know it's going to be the one tool that's going to help me get my sugar craving, my carb craving under control. Like it's going to be the one thing. And I'll, I'll give you an example is 
So people go, but I still crave sugar. Yes, you will crave sugar because we've got to get you out of the habit. But this is the difference. And maybe you can relate to this story. You pull up to the petrol station and you're at the counter paying for your petrol. You know, in the old days when you didn't have the little numbers that you just swipe and swipe your credit card, you actually have to walk and make human contact. And there's all these items to buy. And there's a Morrow bar or a Pinky bar or what's your favorite chocolate bar, Sam? Uh, Kit Kat. A Kit Kat. There's maybe a Kit Kat there, right? And you have bought it, you've swiped it, and you've already unpacked it, and you're already eating it. And you think, what the hell? This tastes so good. And you grab another one, and before you know it, you're eating the second bar before you get home so that the kids don't eat it. You don't tell your husband, and you can get rid of the wrappers, and you can put two wrappers in one. Is that just me, or has other people done that in their life, right? Sam's putting up her hand right now. So how many times have you done this? No. <laughs> So it stops you buying that extra that you know that you don't need. Like you have that little bit of willpower. Because it's not actually willpower that you're fighting. It's the habit that you're fighting and the dopamine reward system that you're fighting. And remember, sugar is highly addictive. So sugar is the new cigarettes. Sugar increases insulin. Insulin increases fat storage. And guess what? It's addictive. In fact, 93% of lab rats choose sugar water over cocaine. What? This is crazy stuff. And most people have no idea. It is highly addictive, which is why it is marketed to us. It's marketed in every single food we have. We don't even know. We don't, it's, it's bullshit marketing is what I call it. Like Special K has sugar in it. Milk, tomato sauce has sugar in it, pickled onions have sugar in it. You name it, there is sugar hidden everywhere. So you don't even know that you're becoming a sugar addict because you're eating foods that potentially you thought were healthy that actually have hidden sugar inside. Yeah, the only thing on the planet that doesn't have sugar in it is the meat that comes off an animal or the egg that came out of an animal or the fat that came off an animal. Pretty Mm. much everything else has got sugar in it and if it's processed the sugar is at least three four times what it what what it would have been if it was in its natural form so jump on the chromium i've started three days ago i'm feeling a lot when i say i feel a lot better i don't feel skinnier as such what i feel is like i've taken control back of an area of my life that i felt out of control i felt like i wasn't able to make good food decisions and i would just go and buy stupid things that I normally wouldn't go and eat. And I would just eat them and then I'd eat more of them. And then I was eating a higher, not that I have a huge high um, overload in carbs, but even, you know, last week I'd actually buy a breadstick and I don't often eat like bread that's not gluten-free, but I would just go and eat it. And now that I know that I can just rely on chromium because I completely forgot about it for the last three months, my life feels like I've got more control. And when I feel like I'm able to make better food choices, right? I feel proud of myself. I feel like I'm more powerful. I'm more optimistic. Um, I actually am more confident and I am more courageous, you know, and I feel more helpful and I feel like I'm inspiring other people because I'm taking control of my life. So if you're like me and maybe you're, you are struggling with lack of sleep, 
um, you've been sick with either COVID or you know some of the flu bugs that are going around right now. Maybe your kids have taken up a lot of your time and a lot of your energy. Maybe you're overworked right now and you're not sleeping. Maybe you're just watching a lot of episodes at Netflix at night time and you're craving energy first thing in the morning. The good news is you could just go and buy yourself some chromium. You can get it at the gym. You can buy it on our website. You can order it online. There is absolutely no excuses. It goes from anywhere from $20 to $45. We've done the research on the brand that we stock. So we know that it's a good product, right? So you want to make sure that you're taking one to two tablets every morning. Now look, I've had some clients that say, Ursh, I'm doing two in the morning and two at night. I've got my period right now and I'm just like a sugar demon. Go hard, girl. It doesn't matter. You can decrease or increase the dosage. I We normally say two in the morning, and if people are still struggling, maybe they want two in the afternoon. You will find the more you are craving sugar at certain times of the month, you might need to double dose. As I said, I haven't had chromium for three months. It hasn't been an issue for me, but it's my go-to every single time. So I guarantee you, if you move on to chromium, your sugar cravings will not only decrease, right? You will also start noticing that you're going to drop on the scales because you're not consuming the same amount of calories. So there we go. Boom. That is today our secret weapon, chromium. We can't wait to hear from you and we hope that this podcast has served every single woman out there right now that has been feeling frustrated because they feel that they are not able to control what sugar is not able to pass their lips. Like this is, it's not just you. Every person on the planet has the same issue. Nobody talks about it. So today we spoke about it. So stop feeling guilty. Stop feeling like you're a loser. Stop thinking I've got no control and take control back now using those four steps and your chromium. It's as easy as that. Start Hi. doing it. Excellent. Off you go, girls. Start right now. Don't put it off till tomorrow. Don't think about it. Just make sure that you go and get your chromium. Like, take control back. Just exactly like Sam said. You don't have to be one of those people that have a sugar addiction. It's a choice. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, please share it with a friend or share it on the socials. And don't forget to tag me on hashtag MFM, Mind Fitness Mentor. And if nobody's told you today, remember, you are loved, you matter, and you are more than enough. Remember, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. I can't wait to see you then.